0: Hello, and welcome to Butterfly Blessings, the podcast where we share life experiences and heavenly inspirations. This is Coach Marsha Garner Collins, Certified Christian Life Coach. So today, our topic is life is a gift. So this topic kind of came about... (laughs) You know I love music so my head song was these particular lyrics kept playing in my head and they are I believe the children are our future teach them well and let them lead the way show them all the beauties they possess inside and those are from um a verse of the song the greatest love of all and children are a great gift Um, and life is a gift, you know, I'm a mother, I'm a grandmother, you know, and I always, um, have been saying that, you know, God has given me assignment, you know, recently in the last couple of years, an assignment, which is kind of a spiritual assignment of divine motherhood, you know, and I relate a lot to, A lot of the younger um, female and women, um, a lot of our youth and teens. And I love to absorb knowledge from, you know, more seasoned women. You know, I love um, fellowshipping with um, ladies in the nursing home. And um, I, like in hindsight, I recall even a time back in middle school. Um, when I um, would work during school hours as a library and a teacher's aide. So basically, I kind of mentored the elementary school students in class and helped them out with things kind of that the teacher needed. And I also worked with the special needs um, children that attended school. And I even got to attend and support them in like the Special Olympics events. And so I was sharing recently with a friend that um, we were talking about mothering um, because she doesn't have any children. But um, I was saying that I felt that mothering can be a spiritual assignment because I feel that. Those are instincts that God can kind of instill those instincts in you. And you learn things through life experiences, even although you may not have children. Because some women that even have children may not have those nurturing qualities or instincts um, of motherhood. You know, children do not come with instructions, you know. And um, like I said, I um, work with, uh, girls in the community and, um, the majority of the group of girls that I work with are ages 10 to 18. And I can say that, um, young people are a lot different now. Um, (laughs) I come from a time where, um, you respected that an adult was present, You know, an era where there was uh, Yes ma'am, no ma'am, yes sir You know, no sir You know, now sometimes You get a lot of slick mouth stuff And you know The bra and the sis And you know The the foul language And you know (laughs) Those kind of things do not always Work for me You know, so I'm calling on Jesus A lot of times But um I, I will say that, you know, we have to be an example. We have to be an example for our children. And sometimes some people have to stand in the gap because sometimes youth are not getting certain things in their home environment for whatever reason. Um, you know, so we have to be an example and give our children respect love, attention, um and as parents understanding sometimes and there can't be like favoritism among your children, you know. Um I mean you may be like oh my gosh Shay is just bad. She's constantly in trouble. Why? Why is Shay bad? What is she doing? What is she doing? You know, or I mean I've gotten you know chasing, she wants to harm herself, she wants to kill herself. She's just asking for attention, you know, or she's just saying something to say something. You know, she don't have no bills, she don't have no chores, she don't have nothing to be stressed about. You know, she has everything that she wants. Why? Why why is she feeling that way? Maybe she is seeking attention, maybe she's not. Maybe something is different is going on. You know, and one thing I'm gonna say about that is that. You know, thoughts of suicide or taking um, one's own life is considered like the second leading cause of death in people um, ages 10 to 34. So if someone is saying that they self-harm or thinking about taking their life, take it very seriously. Seek medical attention. I would start with whoever their physician is. Um, unless it's something that you need urgent attention right then and there, then I'll take them to the ER. Um, you know, and just leading into that, you know, I always have a story to tell you. <laughs> um, you know, I I've mentioned before that, you know, I was a young mother, you know, I had my oldest daughter when I was 16. You know, and as I said, kids don't come with instructions. Had my second one when I was 22, and they are totally different, different personalities. The pregnancies, pregnancies were different. Um, they're both great women, um, very proud of both of them. You know, and I say, we all have gifts, and sometimes we're trying to figure out our gifts. You know, when I was younger, you know, I thought I wanted to be this, I thought I wanted to be that, a psychiatrist, a teacher, a social worker. You know, I changed my mind so many times, and that's okay. (laughs) You know, that happens. You know, I end up, in a sense, I guess later on in life, I am those things, in a sense. You um, You know, I end up going into... Um, the medical field. Out of high school, I started working as a CNA and ended up going into nursing. And um, that wasn't my plan, but that was God's plan. You know, <laughs> so like I said, I never thought that I would deal with death and dying. And I end up becoming a hospice nurse. You know, God has a sense of humor, like I said. His plan is not our plan, and we don't always understand. But going back to, like I said, I have some amazing children, and, you know, um, my my oldest, you know, she dealt with um, a disability and experienced, like, many trials, dealt with some bullying um, and things that, you know, affected her mental and physical health and caused her a lot of anxiety, you know. And it was difficult for her because, you know, and that with it being difficult for her, it made it difficult for me as a mother, you know, and sometimes family are not always supportive. And I say that because, you know, there's a stigma a lot of times about mental health things, about counseling, about, you know, putting your kids in special education, about anxiety, depression, you know, and other mental health concerns. Because people a lot of times just don't understand. And then sometimes, honestly, it's because we don't let people in and talk to them about all the things that are going on with us or in our world. Um, And... You know, a lot of times youth and people today are ending up ending their lives or hurting others because sometimes people don't want to accept that there is a problem and there needs to be um, somebody needs to seek medical help. You know, and just sometimes God's assignments can be taxing. You know, you may have went through some things as a young person or as an adult um, that may have caused you stress, worry. You know, it may have been um, dealing with yourself. It could be dealing with your children, your grandchildren, you know, um, your niece's, nephew's, teen's, somebody in your life. But this scripture came to mind, and it came to mind and dealing with um, my daughter as well. And it's a, a scripture from, it comes from Proverbs. And it says, a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. You know, God created us for a purpose. He says that my gift is different and unique from your gift, right? And You know, I'm not trying to give my daughter's testimony, but her testimony is kind of part of my story because we went through a lot. Um, But I'm just trying to highlight to help somebody else. You know, I recently talked to one of my sisters in Christ, and she had said something um, about my daughter that really resonated with me. So catch this. What she said was that my daughter's disability is her gift from God. And she referenced it to Moses in the Bible. You know, we dealt with, like I said, bullying and so many things that put her in a dark place. So it was her response to everything and so me as mama bear was always on watch and guard so it's like i'm gonna approach the teacher the board of education the parent the child whoever i need to to get things straight with my child that's just how it's going to be i'm going to seek medical help i'm going to do whatever i need to do to get her the help and what she needs but The thing about it, and I recall this, one of the girls that was approached, her reason got me for picking on my child. Her reasoning for picking on her and making her life miserable is because she said that she walked around looking at the ground all the time. So, and then... The other thing on top of that with everything that she was dealing with, it put her to a point that she didn't want to be in this world of people because they were so mean to her. And that hurt my heart. You know, and on top of that, for a doctor to tell me that with her disability, that she would never live a life that she would be sufficient to live enough on her own. But God said, different. You know, sometimes as a parent, you have to do what you have to do. You have to work an extra two jobs. You have to take off work. You have to seek other doctors that Medicaid or whoever won't pay for it. You have to go and seek classes that cost you extra money. You have to seek testing or whatever to figure out what the problem is that your insurance won't pay for at your job. You have to do what you have to do to make sure your child is good. If if it takes taking extra time off your job, you know, this is thing, people are people. You know, people will count you out. And I'm gonna tell you about this young woman that God gave me the pleasure of being able to call my daughter. She does have a disability. You know, but through her support systems and her program, she has overcome so much. She acts, she sings, and she, she works with people that have a group that they, they work with people that have disability, and this art, art is therapy, music is therapy, You know, her art has been displayed and sold locally. It has been displayed in the capital of her home state. She's very active as a woman in her church ministry. She's active in the choir. She's active in ministry going out into people's homes. And I'm gonna tell you this, you know, the thing that you have to know that I've come to know, because when I was a young mom, I was just getting to know God. You know, but now I'm at a place where God is my best friend. And I can tell you, the thing that you have to know is, you cannot go on your own power for anything. The devil wish that you would. But I'm here to tell you, God is good. You know, if you take and sit back and think about The person that you love the most, whether it's your mom, your baby, (laughs) your teens, this is for them, your cell phone, if it's a thing, and if you think about the thing that you love the most, the thing that you put first, that you cannot live without, just think about that. Okay. Love is a beautiful thing. We're supposed to have love and kindness for each other, for everyone, for that special person. But I'm going to tell you this. God should always come first because his love is never ending and unconditional. We can call on him anytime, day or night. He's going to always be there regardless what the time, what the problem is. You know, there's been, I think, many times that as a single, well, even married, you know, mother, that I struggled, and, you know, even trying to figure out my gifts and where I belong. You know, and I can say even, you know, there's many times That, and there may have been times that I didn't encourage my children like I should. Many times we don't encourage our children or try to believe that they're good enough or able to accomplish certain things or skills or gifts or talents. You may even feel that because they're going through a challenge or experiencing something that they're weird or unusual. But catch this. The enemy knows God's power. While you're believing in their inability or disability, even the devil believes more in your child's potential or your potential than you do. He doesn't want you to rise or walk up in your purpose. And that is why you or your child may be struggling. You're having nightmares. Your child is acting out. Whatever the situation is, it's a spiritual thing a lot of times. And I've learned that you know so you always have to keep your spiritual eyes and ears open and know that this about god god uses ordinary people god can use the least of these you know look at me in this podcast you know It took me three years to even step out on faith. And I guess I will say that this is a gift because it was me talking to him about helping people, helping girls, helping youth, helping other women. And he said to me, I want you to use your voice to help them. You know, you may struggle, get discouraged, because of lack of support naysayers it may even be people that you consider close to you that don't support you or understand your dream but this is the thing sometimes you have to even be careful about who you share your visions with or your about your dreams with if we look back in the book of Genesis and we look at Joseph remember Joseph in the Bible he was the one that had the coat of many colors and Joseph he had many brothers and his brothers plotted on him they planned on killing him but they sold him into slavery instead and all of this was out of their hatred and their jealousy for him his father loved him And he had a gift of interpreting dreams. While he was in slavery, he was also falsely accused and he was placed in prison. And while he was in prison, his gift became valuable and he was able to interpret the pharaoh's dreams. So he was placed in a very high position because no one else could do what he he did no one else was able to interpret the pharaoh's dreams you know sometimes the things that we think or we plan god's plan plays out a whole lot different you know (laughs) you know we may go over mountains through valleys you know through the water wherever, it may be some different things that we go through. When he's calling us to work, if he's calling to the, call us to the assignment or he's giving us the gift, he's going to make it a reality. You know, your gift and your knowledge can make a positive impact in the life of someone else. You know, with the things that God has given me, You know, I still, I can't say that I still don't struggle at times. I do, you know, but I finally had to come to a point, you know, if God says do it, I just do it. You know, I'm still like a baby in this podcasting in this business venture, you know, but I know that if he's already laid out the plan, you know, it's already a victory, you know, and even if you fail. Go back to him and seek clarity. You know, try again. A lot of times we are the ones that are usually beating ourselves up. We stress about, you know, not being up to standards, you know, or what people are thinking about us or what we're doing or comparing ourselves to others. You know, God may have given you the same gift that he's given Mary, but Mary has a certain people that she's supposed to reach and you have a certain people that you're supposed to reach. So sing that song, write that book, start that business. You know, whatever ministry that God is calling you to do, just continue to seek him and allow him to guide you, you know? I mean, that, that is what it's all about for His glory. is for helping others. Anything we do is for the good of others. So, I hope that you gathered some great nuggets from our talk today. And I thank you for joining us. And our topic today, of course, is life is a gift. And I hope this helps you to help others discover their gifts. You know, this is Coach Marsha Garner-Collins with Butterfly Blessings, the podcast. And I hope you join us again next week. Remember, we are on Anchor and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. And if you would like to drop me a comment, you can always do that on Spotify. Or you can email me at butterfly, the word blessings is spelled B-L-E-S-S-O-N-S at gmail.com. And I hope you have an amazing day. Be blessed.